Hi, I'm Eliza, a 16-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side. summer before ninth grade, I did this backpacking program called Knowles, where students from various schools around the city um, went to the mountains in New Hampshire and backpacked for two weeks. And it was really, really hard. You basically didn't shower or change clothes for two weeks. I don't know if I called it fun in the moment, but it was a really good experience looking back. Um, and this past week or two, I have gotten back together with one of my friends from it, along with this other girl who goes to my school who went on the trip too, and we've all hung out, and it's actually been really fun, and it's made me realize how much I like having friends from outside of school. Another one of my friends outside of school used to go to Dalton, so she understands like who I'm talking about, and I understand who she's talking about. So something that that made me think about is sleepaway camp, because there are still a few people who are super into their sleepaway camps. Like They, they post about it on Facebook all the time, they see their friends all the time, they do reun reunions all the time, and they just really, really love it and have gone for like 10 years and want to be counselors and things like that. And I never really had that experience with sleepaway camp, but I am jealous of it. So I was talking about that with my friends today, actually, and a lot of them were like, when they do summer programs, the people they meet and the times they have are so great that nothing can really compare to that later on. So I think that just made me really realize, like, how unique an experience it is to be with people for a long period of time but not in an academic environment. Um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous of that, but who knows what I'll do this summer. So that is that. I'm basically obsessed with so that is what I'm obsessed with. Having friends outside of school that you love. So what I am stressed about on a totally different note is the upcoming midterms that I will have to deal with. Today, just today, I got out on winter break for two weeks. And then when I come back, it'll be right into midterms. Basically, I take five classes, I think, maybe I'm counting wrong, and in three of them I have midterms because there's so much pressure that they actually stopped even doing a history midterm because people were just panicking and focusing on that. I mean, history is a really, really hard midterm to take, so they canceled that starting my freshman year, so I've never had to take a history midterm, but I can tell you that the final is very, very hard, involves essays and just a lot of memorization. I would say history is a class that causes a lot of panic for a lot of people, surprisingly. So I'm really worried about that. I mean, I have friends who go to different schools who just took their midterm, so they basically have nothing to worry about over break. Meanwhile, I have to worry about the SAT I'm taking in January and the midterms that I'm going to have to take when I get back in math. English and physics. So basically I'm now able to freak out about that as I celebrate Christmas and have a week to myself. But I'm not alone in that struggle because a lot of people are freaking out. So it's going to be okay. I hope it will be okay. But to lighten that stress, I really love this website, which is my something funny for the week, which is called Meme Documentation. It is memedocumentation.tumblr.com and I, along with a lot of people in my generation, find memes hilarious. I laugh just thinking of the word meme. I love memes, which seems dorky. Maybe it is, but honestly, it is very funny. This website is really well organized. They take their memes seriously. They have a whole index explaining memes, listing examples. It's alphabetized. So just to clarify exactly what I mean, memes are going around the internet. Actually, the website has its own section that says, what's a meme? So if you're curious about that, you can go. 
But an example of a meme is there's a GIF or GIF, however you say it, of Rihanna winking, and people put that after, you know, whatever they're saying, and everyone knows what it means, and so it's universally, like, understandable if you know that GIF. Or they'll say certain things, and everyone changes it up to fit their own context. Sometimes they're for groups of fans of a show or a book or something. Everyone makes their meme their own, and I love it. I love it with all my heart. So that is 100% something I find funny. And now for something I'm done with. What I'm done with this week is adults acting like people around my age or my generation, whatever you want to call it, aren't cultured enough. And what I mean by cultured is really acting like we don't understand the history of things we're interested in enough. If you don't know these classic songs, then you're not cultured. If you haven't read these books, then you're not cultured. But something that I feel like is inherently wrong about that is that for us, people my age, like we're growing up with the internet and phones and so much new content is coming out so often. If we want to stay up to date, there's so much new content coming out every day on the internet. You have websites like BuzzFeed pumping things out every day. Hulu, for example, you know, every week there are new things that you might have wanted to watch but you missed because you were busy and so you got to catch up on that. And on top of that, there's always so much to find on all of your, you know, social media things. What's going on on Facebook? What's going on on Instagram? Did someone Snapchat me? Did someone text me? There's just so much coming out constantly. And even like what I'm doing right now, a podcast, every week new podcasts come out. If you listen to more than one, which I would assume a lot of people do. I know I listen to like 20. And so it's a constant struggle to, you know, keep up with new ones. Maybe listen to old ones. So all the time there's so much coming at us. And even in terms of music, there's a ton coming out all the time. So it's really, really hard to go back to the history of things. Like, I know that that's a good idea. And I know you should keep up with, you know, where, where do these things I love come from? What's the history of it? What do I need to know if I really want to be interested in this? But I feel like that's a lot harder now than it would have been when a lot of these adults were younger without the internet, you know? I think there's a lot of pressure put on people to be culturally literate, but I think that that actually has a different meaning for us than maybe it does for the people telling us. So that is what I'm done with this week. Now just kind of a random tidbit of information, not really fitting into a category, but here goes. Recently for Christmas, I was in Kansas City, Missouri, where my grandparents live, and there was a store there, which will go unnamed, that I really, really loved. Every time I've gone there, most of the clothes that I get compliments on, it's from that store. It's really, really great, and every time I've gone, I've just been almost guaranteed to get a ton of good things. But this time when I went, I was really, really bummed because it just didn't have anything. And my mom was wondering what would have changed because she couldn't tell a difference. But for me, it was a huge difference. And so I feel like maybe it would be a good thing to explain what made them seem older, less maybe marketed to my kind of person. So a lot of it seemed a lot less unique, I think is one of the things that drove me away. It was more black and it was mostly kind of things people would wear to work, I think. Maybe more silky, maybe more blouses, a ton of just plaid shirts and things that I personally don't feel like I couldn't get somewhere else. Probably for cheaper, you know, because like it's a plaid shirt, they have them everywhere. Um, and I'd been used to relying on the store for kind of interesting, unique pieces that I wouldn't really be able to find other places. But now it was more t-shirts that said Los Angeles. I don't really feel like that's something that I need from that place or in general. But particularly from there, I've just been really kind of used to finding interesting things from brands that I like. 
Something else I noticed was a lot of the products they were selling that weren't clothes were more geared toward older people, like bowls. They were selling bowls or books on meditation or candles. And that's something that the people that they used to be more geared toward before wouldn't really be necessarily into. It wasn't toward like 16 year olds, um, even though I liked it a lot. It was more toward young 20 year olds, but now it seemed like kind of more 30-ish ages. It really just kind of had made that change to being toward, you know, actual adult adults. Um, which, if that's the way they wanted to go, then fine, but I was just not sure if they really realized that they were doing that or not. Um, and I think, you know, I told my mom this, and she made a good point, which was, maybe it's just hard to keep up the demographic that I am, because we're really picky, as you can tell, and it's harder to get us to buy things, and, you know, it's it's just a lot tougher, which I understand, so I'm not blaming them for any of this. But I do think it's interesting just to sort of point out what makes something older and what makes it younger. As soon as I walked in, I knew, like, this isn't going to be for me anymore. Even the salespeople were dressed differently. It just felt a lot less, um, it had a lot less kind of humor in it, if that makes sense less color, less kind of novelty things, not novelty like something bananas, but just a lot less kind of excitement. It was just more black pants, black sweaters, black shirts, cardigans. I don't really buy cardigans, so when I saw those, I was like, "That's this is not my place. So um, that was a big bummer, but you can't have a store that you rely on forever. But it is hard as someone my age to find clothes you like anyway. We're known to be hard to buy for and do anything for, which is why we have this podcast. So that is it for this week. Thank you for listening, and don't miss next week, because who knows what we'll be into in seven days. 